Everywhere we turn, we are faced with hot mess mom culture, celebrating the messier the more mom you are. And while yes, motherhood is messy and full of labor and love, I'm here to bring light to the claims Satan has on our lives as mothers. We are not messes. We are masterpieces designed by God on purpose for a purpose. So join me for a conversation about stewardship as we seek to intentionally multiply all God has blessed us with in motherhood, marriage, life, and faith. Let's focus like Philippians 4.8 calls us on whatever is true, wholesome, noble, right, pure, lovely, peaceful, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise. Together, we can raise a generation of masterpieces and steward our lives in a way that matters most. Hello, friend. We are talking about just that. We are talking about the gift of friendship today. And it's something that, um, you know, anytime I post things about my friends or my friendships on social media, I get a lot of questions like, where do you find them? Um, because everybody wants a tribe or a squad or a flock or a, a this or a that. They want a friend circle, people they can trust. But those relationships, although hard to define, we know it when we experience it and we know it when we see it. Um, and for introverts, like many of us, me included, uh, friendships can seem so clumsy Um Getting to know people can feel very awkward and very vulnerable. I'm thinking about you, possibly Enneagram 8s. But, um, you know, sometimes there are just people we click with. You can't define it. You don't know how to talk about it. But there are just people that you do life really well with. Um, Exists where love and compassion and affection and trust and encouragement all exist. Not perfectly and not pretty and sometimes it's really messy um but as i often say and i've heard most of my adulthood lone rangers are dead rangers and we were never intended to do life alone in large part because we were made in the image of a triune god he has always has and always will exist in perfect community um and as his image bearers it's imperative that when we come, when it comes to our friends and our friendships, we are the very best kind of friend because we should be. And that doesn't matter mean that we're always going to be happy-go-lucky or we're always going to be perfect in the way we treat our friends. We're going to mess up. I have messed up badly, badly, a lot of times, and unfortunately more times than I'd care to admit. But, um seeking friendship in the midst of motherhood is a different season. It's busy. And, you know, especially when you're trying to squeeze in, um, getting together between different, um, activities between soccer practice and dance practice and piano lessons and Girl Scout meetings and youth group. And when do we make time as moms and women for friendship? How do we connect when our conversations are paused frequently by needs for sippy cups and swinging on the playground. You know, you go to the play date, but you end up half a park away from each other because one child wants one swing and one child wants another one on the other end of the park. Um, And you're just waving at each other from each end. You know, how do we build 
uh, friendship and connect when there are 9,000 loads of laundry to do and there are sippy cups to find and wash because they've been filled with milk for six days behind the couch and toys to tidy and husbands who also lovingly want our attention and our affection. You know, how do we build friendship on the playground with patchwork conversations? Um, And I often just find that moms I talk to are constantly surrounded, we're constantly touched, we're constantly needed by other people, but oftentimes I find that we are really, really lonely. And there is a huge difference between being alone and being lonely. And just recognizing that people that we meet on the street or in the grocery store may be experiencing a great deal of that, that heaviness that comes with not doing life with people. And so let's talk today um, about friendship, how we find them, how we grow them, how we steward them well in light of the gospel, um, and then some steps we can take even today to make sure we're fostering good friendships. Um, So I have with me today my friend Maggie. Hello, everyone. She and I have been friends almost 10. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been married 11 years. And we met right after you got married. We met right after. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, 11 years. Um, Happy anniversary. Thank you. And she is the wife to Brent. She is mommy to Kate, who is precious. Um, and her fair baby Banks. We couldn't leave him out. Of course not. Um, she is a working mom. Um, she works outside the home a few days a week. And most importantly, she's a good friend, not only to me, um, and not only has our friendship been through lots of seasons and growth and redemption, um, but she's a good friend to a lot of people around her. So I felt really comfortable talking about this subject with her. Thank you for having me. (laughs) We are going to dive right in. So um, one thing I hear a lot, how do we make friends? Hmm. Yeah, we can't be like toddlers who just go up and like stare at each other or poke each other. Yeah, you mean that doesn't work? In weird places. Do you remember when we poked on Facebook? How disturbing (laughs) that was when we... I think they've changed it to a wave. Now okay. you can wave. wave. We're not poking people on no. Facebook anymore. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, I will not forget the other day I was at the park for a play date, screaming at another mom across the parking, mm-hmm. the parking lot, the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and her daughter went off chasing this little girl that she didn't know and said, hey, friend. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I just wish it were that easy. Yeah, that would be a nice point. Um, and I heard a statistic the other day that it takes over 300 hours to build intimate friendship. Wow. I would believe that. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of time we probably don't have. Right. Um, so this is going to be hard. Maggie was just saying that she is becoming more of an introvert as she gets older. I have always been an introvert. Um, so how do we make friends? Um, you know, this is going to challenge some people, including myself. And this is, I'm, I'm putting this in here because, um, it really hit me. Shout out to our PTO. Our kids go to the same school. (laughs) They are great. They do an awesome job, but it, it, I was really nervous walking into my first PTO thing. And I was like, what would I tell my boys? Mm. And I was like, treat others the way I want to be treated. Would I want somebody to walk up and say hi to me? Yeah. 
I mean, it's hard. Yeah. PTO is an intimidating environment. It is, especially when you're new to it. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Forget about it. I mean, I, I was late. I think I was halfway through the meeting by the time I got there. Maggie had saved me a seat, but there were only six people, and I was still unnerved. Yeah. But in First John, it says, we love because God first loved us. So if we are following the example of our Heavenly Father, it means we likely need to take the initiative in friendship. Mm. That's hard. It is very hard. Um, but... If we keep the golden rule and this verse in mind, what does that look like? Um, Maybe on the park, at the park playground, you see a mom standing alone. Or, um, and you go say hi. Sit down next to her on the bench. Yeah. I find it easy, easier, and this doesn't always happen, but I thank God when it does, when my child kind of befriends another child on the playground. Oh. My child is, she makes friends really easily. Um, and she comes running up and says, Mom, I made a new friend. Well, that kind of opens the door for me to see that mom. And it's kind of like, okay, our girls are playing together, or boy, whatever. <laughs> um, and that kind of just makes it an easier segue to to start a conversation now that doesn't always happen what Um, grade is she in where do y'all go to school exactly exactly all the kind of how long have you lived here because we have a community of locals that have been born and bred yep or we have military yep and there's not a whole lot in between yeah there's not a lot of industry otherwise that brings people in and out Mm -hmm. um i'm a good small talker but that only goes so long and then I think my own um self-esteem issues I guess you could call them I start I will start talking about not deep stuff but like oh I'm a jump in the deep end yes yes because you want to know how I lactated when I was breastfeeding and that it's like if we're we're gonna do this friendship thing let's like skip the small talk yeah how long has that sippy cup been under the seat in your minivan right and I can tell very quickly if they're if they're digging that or not yeah if I'm getting like a a weird look like Mm -hmm we're not that tight that quickly. I'm yeah. like, oh gosh, Kate, it's time for dance. Gotta go. Nice to meet you. And, yeah. well, and we're gone. <laughs> we're here on most Thursdays. See you, bye. Right. Um, but that's, I mean, we are talking about when friendship clicks. There yeah. are some people that you will naturally um, click with really quickly. There are some that you don't and you may have to work a little harder, but it's just loving people where you are and where they are. Yeah. And that's not something we do on our own power. Right. I Thankfully. am not good at that. I am I am really not good at that. That anytime anything good comes out of me, it is by the grace of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, because if I in my own power had to take the initiative, I will never forget one of my first women's events as an adult. Um, I went to and I knew basically no one. We were new in town and I I tried to talk to this lady who for all I know, was in the middle of something very serious in life, but she like kind of turned her back away from me on a couch while I was trying to talk to her. Yeah, and I went in the bathroom and cried. Oh, and then well, and then I cried. I actually had to pull over on the way home because I was crying so hard. But that had less to do with me. But I wasn't at a spiritually mature enough place 
to to know that right to be um, able to say maybe she's having a yeah, bad day or something. yeah maybe yeah. she was in the middle of a serious conversation about prayer that needs to be happening in her right. life or maybe something's going on with her kids she has older like having known her now yeah she has older kids maybe something was going on and i didn't have any children at that point so you know there are hindsight is twenty twenty, but um taking the initiative especially in environments where you know you feel uncomfortable somebody else probably does as well totally um and that that comes from just keeping your eyes open for other people yeah um but maggie has honestly always been really good at making friends thank you she was nice to my husband and invited me to a cookout that wasn't even at her house. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Our friend Ashley. I walked up into a garage full of people. That, and my husband couldn't go on the other. <laughs> they had worked together. Um, and my husband couldn't go, but he made sure I went because I needed friends. And I walked up to this garage that didn't know any of the people in it from Adam. And they are all just looking at me like, who are you and why are you here? Um, and they have continued to be good friends to this day. But, you know, sometimes you just have to put yourself out there. Um, and, yeah, it's not easy. No. We're here not. sitting telling you it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth it. It is worth it. Always. Always. Um, and that doesn't mean that friendships don't go through seasons, too. And that is also hard. Um, but it's it's worth it. Yes. Um. So look, so you've stepped out on the playground. You've gone to a women's event and introduced yourself to the person awkwardly sitting next to you on the back row because mm-hmm. that's where I'm most comfortable. Right. One of my really good friends, always on the front row. I never go sit with her. I don't need people seeing me. <laughs> it's not me. It, I'm it's not, not the one that sits on the front it's row. It's not Maggie. <laughs> um, you know, th- th- that's when you can honor your friendships, when you let them sit on the front row by themselves and yep. you go sit on the back row by yourself. Say, I'll be back here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do we grow friendships in a season of motherhood? I think, um, let's look at John 15, 9 through 15. I'm not going to read the whole thing, um, but it says, This is my commandment, that you give and unselfishly seek the best for one another, just as I have loved you. No one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends. And I know this verse gets used a lot for the military, but let's look at it in the context of actual friendship. You are my friends. If you keep on doing what I command you, I do not call you servants any longer, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you my friends. Whoop! My text messages are going (laughs) off. Um, Called you friends. That was another friend. Um, Friends. Mm, I do not call you servants anymore. My friends, because I have revealed to you everything that I've heard from my father. Um, So what has, since becoming a mom, what has friendship and making friendship looked like? Growing friendship. Yeah, so you mentioned earlier um, all the um, kind of roadblocks will we say mm-hmm. to getting together mm-hmm. you know you can't anymore just be like on a thursday say want to go grab a drink tonight yeah you can't make same day plans anymore no no <laughs> you have to plan for childcare or around a bunch of events 
Um, so I think you have to be much more and intentional. very few of them are adult events. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's children's events. So I think you have to be really intentional. Um, it's easy to let friendships fall to the wayside when, mm-hmm. when you're not intentional. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the trap is that often we Sting can uses it yeah we can also find ourselves isolated uh-huh. and then when you're isolated the enemy gets in and really takes over your thoughts and, you're not good enough for friendship right no one wants to hang out with you Mm-mm. no one has time for you um nobody even really knows what's going on with right. you. right yeah so i would say the the level of intentionality is that a word yeah okay um really has to go to the next level once you're a mom yeah which is kind of overwhelming it when is. you're already overwhelmed. Right. And then if you throw in a spouse, um, you know, I, I hate planning um, girls' nights, whatever you want to call them, if I haven't had a date night with my husband in several weeks. Oh, that's a good thought. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I try, try to put a date night on the calendar first mm. and then work around that. Yeah, girl. Well, don't don't pat me on the back too much because it doesn't always happen, but that is what I try to do. Well, and that's a good mindset. That's because of my husband's hectic schedule. Yeah. Um, sometimes that hasn't been on the forefront. Right. Well, but it's probably we have a new season. easier in some regards to get a girl's night because your girls are so, probably more available than your husband. Yeah, very, very much so. <laughs> that would be an, the understatement because my husband works a lot of nights. But, um, you know, that's something that we need to be intentional about. All right. This talk was so good that I needed to cut it in two. So come back for part two of our episode on friendship and I'll continue talking with Maggie about ways we can live out the gospel and steward it well in light of friendship. I hope you have a great day, friend. I am cheering for you.